What's up? <laughs> you tell me. Uh, I like your hat. Where did y'alls? Okay, what is that? Y'alls. Y'alls is a minor league baseball team in Florence, Kentucky. Really? Yeah. My friend Chip gave it to me. I saw Chip the other night at the Jacksonville Jaguars football game on Monday Night Football. Drove up to Jacksonville, and it was a bad night for the city of Jacksonville, unfortunately. They didn't win. They didn't win, and their quarterback went down, and you could feel all the, the air. air go out of the city. Yeah, kind of sucked. Did they win or lose? They, we just said they lost. Oh, did, you said it was a bad night, but you just said that the quarterback went down. That doesn't mean they lose. You said they lost, and I said yes. Oh, did I say that? Yeah, you did. Oh, sorry. Okay. I did not realize I said that. I didn't yes, think they, they lost. lost. They okay. lost in overtime. Aww. But, uh, yeah, the bigger implication is they were in the pole position to have, like, home field advantage all through the playoffs, and that's all up in question right now. So Okay. But you got a hat out of it. I got a hat out of it. And you got to see Chip. I got to see Chip. And Chip is a purveyor of fine hats, actually, uh, and other sports memorabilia on eBay, Chip on the Bay. So check them out. We'll do a little graphic. It'll be fun. <laughs> now that I think about it, let's give, uh, we're going to have him on the show in a couple of weeks. So it should be fun. That will be fun. I'm yeah. looking forward to that. But anyway, uh, and incidentally, this minor league baseball team, not far from some friends of ours, uh, about 20 minutes away from Covington, Kentucky. Oh, yeah. are you serious? Yeah. Okay. So we'll have to go see them play when we head back to Covington for a proper like long visit exactly yeah we'll drag Bert and Jenna out even though Bert's not really a sports guy we're gonna force him to oh, hang yeah. out with us you know what though they do a lot of things and they my do. guess is they've probably already been to a y'all's baseball game I bet they have yeah anyway all right we're not talking about Kentucky though today we are talking about someone's little adventure in Tampa that would be me let's go check the mic and make sure it sound right boys Hey listeners, ever wonder what it would be like to blow up your comfort zone at the tender age of 50? Well, we did just that. When our last kid went off to college, we hit the road in search of a new hometown. Now we bounce from city to city and bring you along for the ride. This is the Skip Town All-Stars podcast. What's up, All-Stars? Welcome back to another edition of Skip Town. We got a very special one today. I say that every week. You do. I say everyone's special. Everyone is special. I mean, everyone is special, but every episode is also special. But then when it's really special, how are we going to differentiate? Because you say it's special. It's like every town you go into, you immediately like. You're so, uh, what's the word when like... Um, like when you are, when you like everything right away. What is that word? There's a word for it. Promiscuous. Okay, that is not it. <laughs> that is not it. It's like um, impressionable. I am You're impressionable. You're so impressionable. I am. Everything is great. Everyone's wonderful. Yeah. Uh, every episode is special. This episode is truly special. It is truly special. I'm sorry I'm impressionable. I've been <laughs> like that since I was a little kid. So I just, I take people at their face value until yeah. you can't. And then... When I was younger, I would punch them, but I don't do that anymore. Oh. So now I just have to walk You've away. matured. I, I have to. I got, a, I got a lot to risk by <laughs> punching someone. You still feel like it, though, don't you? Everybody does, don't you? Oh, yeah. I, 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 we I, know you do. You're from Chicago. Oh, okay. Here's what I think. You probably, as a guy, think you don't just punch them right in the face. Yeah. Um, I have this idea in my head of, like, I'm in a situation Oh, God. oh my gosh! I don't don't make this okay, violent. Fine. I already right. know where you're it's going fine. with this. Okay, I've heard this this anecdote. The dragon before. across the cement. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Gorged earth, scorched earth. Back in La Casa. All right, you went to. Let's talk about something fun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there was no dragon across the cement on this trip. Okay, so you met with one of the listeners of the show. I did. Who lives not actually very far from where we're recording right now. No, not at all. She lives in Tampa, and that is where I went to go visit her. So her name Who is, is Green. Okay. I'm going to do a shout Just out to Green, not Green, Green. And um, she's been a listener from the very beginning of the show. Oh, she is one of those interactive listeners. So if I post something on my story or there's a clip from our show on Instagram, she immediately will send me a DM or make a comment on the post. Uh, I love it. I love when the listeners engage and, um, you know, suggest things. Now, she is a world traveler, uh, not so much the States, although she has traveled the States quite a bit. She legitimately is a world traveler. So she's been to far off places where you and I have yet to discover, but she loves our 
state by state travels and she is always engaged in what we're doing. Right. So, but wait, real quick. There, yeah. uh, she's in Egypt right now, right? They are. As we're recording yeah. this. And she used your tra- uh, your tour guide. Remember? Yeah. yeah. So some that- of her travel tips. But going back to what you said about her being interactive, uh, she actually after the Egypt episode, mm-hmm. she sent me a message and said, "You know, it's not really aliens. It's insulting to the Egyptians that you say that." And Green, I got to tell you, I dug in a little bit, and turns out they found a 6,000-year-old dry riverbed where stones could have been floated to create the pyramids. Mm. So, so she wasn't Doreen so, was right. She wasn't so far off. I'm man enough to admit when I'm wrong. Well, her husband is an archaeologist, and so I did ask her, since he is an archaeologist, does he believe in aliens? And? He does not. He does not. Uh, what a well-educated man phd the whole nine yards does not believe in aliens he says people were capable of building pyramids yeah i mean not aliens james i'm finding that out but i still think there are aliens whether or not they built the pyramids (laughs) i mean even the department of defense right now is copying to the fact that they've had extraterrestrial sightings he doesn't believe in it but that's a side note okay okay well he is a man of science so uh but i went to tampa so green Uh, follows our travels, like I said. And uh, when she found out that we were coming to the villages in Florida, she said to me, I live in Tampa. Uh, Why don't you come for a visit? Well, you know, this whole time, I thought Tampa was three hours from where our house is in Florida. Yeah. It's an hour. It's an hour? no idea. Tampa's only an hour? (laughs) The minute I realized it was only an hour, I texted her and said, I'm coming in two days. Like I, I said to her, what are your plans? I'm coming for a visit in two days and you are going to show me Tampa. She's lived there now for six years. She's originally from Los Angeles and she she's one of those people that digs in deep when she is visiting or living in a place. So I felt this was so perfect to go visit her. Nice. And she would show me around properly. And she did. Uh, I spent a couple of days with her and she had an itinerary for each day. Oh, an yeah? itinerary. Wow. Yeah. Uh, first thing I could tell you about Tampa, it's cool. Really? It, it is really cool. Said no one ever. It's so weird because it's the most generic adjective to use for a city. And normally I like to it's be more. Yeah, it is underlooked. I like to be more descriptive. But when I got there, all I could say was this place is cool. And what made it cool was the layout. Uh, it's arty. Uh, good restaurants, hmm. the outdoor environment. Like you can, oh gosh, you can take a stroll along the bay. Bayshore Boulevard is like a, you know, they're a. Oh, it's like a really long sidewalk. Yes. Or it's like the world's <laughs> but, longest sidewalk or something like well, that. Well, it's it's actually a boulevard that you drive along, oh. they drive on, but okay. along the along the bay is this beautiful boardwalk. I call it a boardwalk. I don't know what the locals call it, but you can ride bikes, you can jog, you can baby stroller it, like whatever the heck you want to do. And it is for miles and it's just beautiful. And there's not a lot of traffic. Um, Really? In Tampa, there's not a lot of traffic? I think it's like, it's like, it's definitely one of the top 50 cities in the United States, right? Yeah. Tampa is literally like an hour from Tampa. (laughs) Tampa is an hour from Tampa. Yeah. And that's why you said it's an hour. It'll take you longer to get to Tampa versus if you're already in Tampa to get to the other side of Tampa. That is true. Okay, so Tampa itself is big. And I went all over Tampa. So we were in the downtown area. I were in I was in different neighborhoods. I went to Hyde Park, which is an area. I went to Davis Island. She lives in the suburbs, um, which is northeast Tampa. So we really were all over Tampa. And during traffic, it certainly took 45 minutes to get to the burbs, mm. from the burbs to downtown Tampa. No question about it. Like if we went in rush hour. Yeah. Not at not at one o'clock, not at 11 o'clock, but if you went at 830 or you went at anywhere between four and six, yes, you were going to sit in traffic for about an hour. Uh, that's from the burbs to uh, to downtown Tampa. But within Tampa, we went we were in Ybor City, which is a really hip, cool city, which I'm going to talk about. It's called Ybor City. It's a neighborhood in Tampa. It's Y-B-O-R, right? Yes, it's Y-B-O-R, but you pronounce it Ybor. And um, that from... That place to Hyde Park, which is another like I don't know. Nobody uses the word yuppie anymore, but it's more it's more of a hipster. 
hip, but it's expensive. So Ybor City is hipster, kind of poor hipster, and Hyde Park is hipster, West Elm hipster. Hipster, so. <laughs> with, hipster with money. Yeah, hipster with $300 tennis shoes, hipster. Got it. So, um, oh, and man. the distance between those two neighborhoods, because they're just neighborhoods within Tampa, right. um, 20 minutes. So wow, okay. you're right, Phil. It does take an hour from one end of Tampa to the other. Uh, but in like when we were traveling, we got, you know, it was pretty easy to get from neighborhood to neighborhood. Yeah. I, I found it to be quite simple. Like it was not complicated. You take one freeway, or you take two streets and you can get to where you want to be. Interesting. Okay, wait. So, uh, all right. So you rolled up, yeah. you met Green. Yes. Day one. Yes. First thing you did. Went to Ybor City. Oh, you it said that It was incredible. Like, okay. I, I, okay, the reason I say it was incredible was because in my head, I, I had Tampa laid out in my head as a strip mall haven and just strip strip malls and palm trees. That's that's right. all I thought. I, I, I wasn't thinking anything beyond that. I, I, I'm super lame. Like, I, I think when you're driving down, like we've been through that area on our way to Fort Myers or Naples or whatever, and all you're seeing from the highway are exactly what you're describing. I just didn't think miles. I didn't think history. I didn't think culture. I didn't think good food. I actually didn't. I, yeah. I guess I thought Daytona beach on the Gulf side. That's probably, mm. that's really, if I had to narrow down like what I was really picturing, it was Daytona beach on the Gulf side. It is so far from Daytona beach, like day and night, not yeah. even, um, Ybor city is this cool hip area. And I use the word cool again because it's just, not your like normal Floridians. And if you've been to Florida and you have even vacationed here, you kind of get the idea of like, you know, Hawaiian pants, T-shirt and flip-flops. Cargo shorts. Yes. New Balance tennis shoes. And you would have some of that a little bit in Ybor City, but generally people I saw did not look like that. The shops weren't your typical beach bathing suit, uh, seaside, I don't know, no mullets with a with a gator tooth necklace or anything like that. No, no, no. None of that. There was none of that. Okay. Uh, the shops were really cute. They had lots of cigar stores. So what I learned with Garine because she's all about history and knowing where she is and her surroundings, she immediately told me the history of Ybor City. Uh, what she said is that it started off as a cigar making city. So it is true. In the late eighteen hundreds, I dug a little deeper. Uh, there was a Spaniard from Cuba mm. who came to Florida, first started in Miami to make cigars. It was just overly populated. So he made his way uh, a little further northwest and found Tampa, mm. settled in Ybor City. This is in the late 1800s, um, started making cigars, and that became the destination of where cigars were made. So by 19, early 1900s, 500 million cigars will have been made wow. out of Ybor City by like 1920s. Wow. From the late 1800s to the 1920s. 500 million just in that short time span. Yes. Wow. Um, do you remember the pirate's name? I do. It's uh, Jose Gaspar. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> that makes sense. Isn't there a cigar named Gaspar or something like well, that? Well, actually, something okay. Gasparillos? So, but the, the originator of Ybor, his name was Vincent... Martinez, Martinez, sorry. Mart spoken like a, a true, true white, white lady. Victor, sorry, vi sorry, let me do that all over again. You don't have to okay. do it all no, over No, it was terrible. <laughs> Leave it in. Okay. Leave it in. Vincent Martinez Ebor. He's the one who actually came and settled. So he's in Ybor a city's city. namesake. Yes, he's okay. a city's namesake. Right. But you were right about the. Uh, what, the most, Jose Gaspar, yeah. Yes. He's like one of the most famous cigar makers of that of that time in that yeah. area. So there were um, like two hundred factories or something there at one point. I read. Oh yeah, two hundred cigar factories. Yeah, it, it's that's that, a lot of tobacco. That is where the cigars were originating from. Yeah. Uh, in the states. Wow. Now uh, I don't know. Like I know people say Cuba, but whatever. I'm just telling you about this. Yeah. <laughs> no. And so then, I'm in. with that came an influx of other immigrants because they saw how well Ebor Vincent was doing with the Vince. cigar. Yeah. Vince was killing it. Vinny was doing well. Vinny's killing it over in Ebor. Yeah, he was. So the Italians decided to come on over. Of course they did. Uh -huh. They wanted a piece of that. <laughs> they literally wanted a piece of that. Oh, that's awesome. So 60% of them were from Sicily. Yeah. 
something about Tampa that was appealing to the Sicilians. So when you pull up an Ybor City, it is a mixture of Cuban with the cigars and Italian yeah. with the restaurants. I mean, they still have brick-laid streets there. Yeah. A lot of the architecture hasn't changed in Ybor City. So when you get out of your car, it looks like you're somewhere in Cuba, or it could look like you're in New Orleans, or it could look like you're in Little Italy. I mean, uh. the tile work on some of the buildings is so beautiful. Uh, I took pictures and put it on our social media and basically said, where are we? Because I, I tried to take out the palm trees because the palm trees are kind of a giveaway. Right, dead, so, dead giveaway. Yeah, so if you just saw the brickwork on the, on the roads and if you just saw the uh, architecture of the buildings or the signs of the buildings, because those are still, oh, they crafted them in a way where you feel like you're not in 2023. You feel like you've stepped back in time, just the signs alone. Right. So well, I was going to say, though, let me jump in real quick. Uh, there was a handful of episodes in the later seasons of Boardwalk Empire that were centered in that area of Florida. And so oh. that uh, if you watch that okay. series, then, you know, it has to do with bootleggers and prohibition Absolutely. and all that other stuff. And so, yeah, a lot of the uh, there was there was sort of that uh, they were basically running rum up and down through Alligator Alley from Miami up and all that other stuff. So. Yes. So Ybor City, from what I learned, kind of became the place where it was the crooked Italians, under the radar the Cubans. The mafiosos from Sicily. Yeah, so it was, uh, and then they were doing gambling of and course. the bootlegging. So yeah. that's where they had a big part. And they didn't have a huge part from what I could, from what I found uh, about the cigar making. That really was left to the Cubans. Like they, that was, that was their, that was their specialty. Yeah. yeah like they, they, I'm sure stuck. they still profited off I'm it sure and offered protection and all that stuff. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like what's your view on this, uh, gambling and bootlegging. Does that, is that really a crime? Are those really crimes? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Phil. Uh, <laughs> Denise had to think about it. She's still thinking about it. Well, cause I think you're just harming yourself. Right, like you're just hard. you're 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 causing harm it's to your. It's fun to gamble. It's fun I to mean, bootleg. Not when you spend your family's <laughs> mortgage money. That's though. true. I mean, that's true. It, yeah, it, but it does it's all about the self of society. But it's, it's self control, though. Yeah. Self, like alcohol was all prohibition back then, but you know you could just buy whatever and you could ruin your life that way too. Yeah. It is true. No, <laughs> no, no. Still do right. it to this day. You can still. Act Please, there are plenty of people who have gambled all their funds away in 2023 and continue to do so. I'm just saying that it's more of a self-afflicted yeah. um, crime if it's going to, because back then it was a crime. So yeah. who is it really, who is it hurting? But I don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean, I know guys who have spent their family's money on home shopping network or whatever, like late at night oh, that's doing true. infomercial stuff. Women who have to have the latest, you know, $200 Lululemon pants every oh, single week kind of thing. Like, if, I, you know. if I told y'all how much money I spent on virtual dollars for my NBA 2K character, <laughs> you guys would choke me. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh my I mean, gosh. even crypto, okay. right? Let's talk about crypto along that line. It's like, you let me play around with some money on yeah. crypto is a complete gamble. Uh, in the end, I probably lost two or three thousand dollars <laughs> over the course of a couple years. Uh -huh. uh, but it was fun, you know, while it lasted. It was better, frankly. I did better with crypto than I ever did in a casino. So, you oh, know, right. anyway, so, I, I'm all for Ebor City circa 1800. All right. And, and you, would have, you would have done just fine. There. I would have loved it. Yeah, yeah you it would have been fun. I don't think I would have liked it. You don't think you would have? You not at that time. <laughs> oh, 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 not you, Phil. Not you, no. Phil. You're right. <laughs> it's a little more, shall yeah. we say, gentrified now, Phil. You're more than welcome in Ebor City, I bet. All right. Anyway, that was a side note. So go on. Uh, so the first thing we did was we had food in an Italian restaurant. So that was, and she said to me, this is supposed to be the most authentic Sicilian restaurant. Now- and What'd you get? I, well, I don't know. I've never been to Sicily. I thought it was good. So, uh, what'd you order? Oh, I ordered margarita pizza, and uh, <laughs> that's it. Okay, I wanted to do. Here's the truth. You do margarita here's the pizza truth. all over the I country. I wanted to do spaghetti and meatballs, but I felt like it was lunch, and I didn't want to be a pig in front of her. I totally could have done spaghetti and meatballs, but I felt like I had to. Um, I had to. You have, had to maintain. I did. 
I did feel that way. So I just had a salad and we did have a salad at a Sicilian restaurant. I know I had a salad. I had pizza and then we did have an appetizer of meatballs. We actually did have an appetizer of meatballs and they were delicious. So meatballs, the food was so good. I mean, the pizza and the meatballs salad you can get anywhere, but the food was so good that I'm taking the girls back. So when my girls come to visit for the holidays, I already told them it's an hour drive. We're going to have some great Italian food and I'm going to order spaghetti meatballs or chicken parmesan. You're going to pick out it. I've already thought about what I want to get. So the second time I saw her, the second day I spent with her, I asked her, could we go to another Italian restaurant because I wanted to have chicken parmesan and spaghetti. Uh, We did it. You ordered all the classics. That's how you know a good place. Fair enough. Yeah. Like that's my litmus test whenever I go into an Italian place. That's true. We've talked about this. Yeah. Spaghetti meatballs or chicken parm. Spaghetti and meatballs is a true Do you true, do you eat health. the spaghetti like you're like the Italians are supposed to though because With a spoon? Yes, yes cuz they'll judge you if oh, you yeah, don't no, do. do it correctly. Oh, you yeah, know, okay. I eat it right. All right. <laughs> you definitely need the big tablespoon. Yeah, I use it with a spoon and the meatballs if the meatball is not good then that place just I'm never going back. So just, for me it's always the spaghetti and meatballs is the litmus test of any Italian restaurant. But I don't want to always get spaghetti and meatballs. So sometimes I mix it up and then, you know, I won't, I can't always tell. I remember a time when lasagna was your litmus test. It was. It's not anymore. It's too no. much. It's too it's many. too hard to get it right. No, that's not it. Too many strikes. It. No, that's not it. It's too filling. It's pasta cake. It is a pasta cake. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. It's too filling. Well so I don't do spaghetti. I don't do um, lasagna anymore. Okay. I just, um, it's too much. All right. So I asked her if we could go so I can try out chicken parm somewhere. We ended up having lunch on the channel. It's not the bay. It's a channel that's right off the bay. And the restaurant was really nice. It's a beautiful view. But like most places that have a beautiful view, I feel it's 50-50 with the food. Because it can be, yeah. When someone says, I, let's go to this place that has a beautiful view, I'm always like, oh, like the food's just going to be okay. It's pretty rare you get the view and the cuisine. Agreed. Yeah. And this place was was average. I would have I would have rather hit an Italian place, but it's okay because we had I got to see the beautiful boats yeah. and the channel, the yachts basically, and um and it was a good conversation. We're outside. It's December and we're sitting outside in beautiful uh, sunny day. So you can't complain about that. The you food know where was the just best average. place is to get a view and the food. Mastros. In Malibu. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're not in Malibu right now. We're in Tampa, but thanks for that. Okay. No yeah. problem. Okay. It's a slightly more expensive lunch. <laughs> so, yes, it is. Uh, so from Ybor City, she took me to a place called Hyde Park, but Hyde he, Park. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. I'm Hyde. not questioning. Yeah, I'm like, did, did I miss it? You weren't just, even there, but I'm like, you said oh, in Chicago's Hyde Park, all like you know, almost one syllable. So oh. I just want to make sure it resonates. Yeah, it was Hyde Park. Okay. And from Ybor City to Hyde Park. Um, was a beautiful drive. But going back to Ybor City really quick, oh. one of the things you're going to see the minute you get to Ybor City, it's the craziest thing. Wild chickens running around everywhere yeah. with roosters. Roosters. Roosters and chickens running around everywhere. And I said to her, "What? like they stop traffic. Oh, they just come <laughs> out oh, yeah. on the street? No, and all that. they literally just walk out on the street. You have to stop your car. They're protected by the city of Tampa. You can't hit a chicken. Dang it. No. Phil. I want to hit a chicken. <laughs> Phil, no. <laughs> Phil's and looking for lunch. They are loud. So I had to look this up as to why they're protected. And they were brought over by families looking to work in Ybor City as a source of food. And then to make money, they use them for cockfights. Oh, I was mm-hmm. going to say eggs. But yeah, that makes sense. Cockfights. Yeah. A lot of gambling. Yes. Right. And, and so then, but then what happened is as things started to change... And um, Ybor City started to, you know, age and whatnot. Um, Tampa decided that they wanted to keep the chickens as a, basically as a reminder of, like, the originators of All the fallen chickens. All the fallen roosters. No, babe. No, no. As a... Rem- Pour some out. Memorial to the people that founded Ybor City. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's it. They get chickens. That's their memorial. Well, they allow the chickens to run around because okay. that's how they did it. I mean, it. it's a nice touch. Don't yeah. get me wrong. And they actually have a society that cleans up after the chickens. Really? Because you can't just have chickens. Yeah, okay. there's a lot of chicken poop. Okay. Yeah. 
you do unless you're there you 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 realize like oh they they jump on cars mm -hmm. they are on top of buildings they're on top of um balconies they're everywhere and um they poop a lot so so they just have like spraying washes uh on people, the way in and out of town on the highway they're like okay come on thanks they, for visiting and they spray you off and clean your windows no they actually have a society of people that clean up after the chickens okay so yeah just so, walking around with pooper scoopers all day yeah, I didn't. Yes. And I think like a sprayer, probably. I didn't see any of okay. these people, but uh, they that is the only way they can keep the chickens around because it's actually um, with regards to all the restaurants being there. It's, it's a, a health hazard. hazard. Yeah. It's a health hazard. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So they have a society where they clean up after the chickens, which I think is great. I mean, it's yeah. kind of cool. I'm not going to lie. Like you're walking. It's helpful around. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to walk. Let's go get ice cream. And then you're walking through chicken poo. Yeah. And you don't see any of that. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. This toffing tastes tastes uh, a little salty here. Yeah, exactly. What is that? <laughs> like, uh, a little tangy here. I on? had a seagull poop on me once. Me too. Uh, I had a bird poop on me once too. That's the worst. Got in my mouth. Oh. Oy! Why do you always top these stories, Phil? I have a kid that I almost killed at Christmas, but your house burned down. Like, and now you got poop in your mouth. I got it on my head. We'll never win. I had it he on will my shoulder. Always, he Again, will... just like the Christmas episode, I got the best of it. <laughs> I just had it on my shoulder and wiped it off. Oh, okay. Thanks for that. Now anyway, I have to like. So now we have chickens. Well, at least chickens can't fly as high as seagulls. So there's that. <laughs> Weird We're question. Just walking do, through, just bring a pair of galoshes. You'll be fine. Do chickens poop like other birds where it's just like the white stuff or is it like solid? No, it's like. It's little. Pebbles? It's like little and it's like, um, it's like little and uh, well, isn't it like. I think it's like a little train. Isn't it like a little train? <laughs> yeah. A oh, poo -poo a poo train? train? Yeah, it's, it's, it's like a poo-poo yeah. train. It's not solid. Oh. Okay. So. It is. It splatters, and it's yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. It's messy. Yeah. It's messy. So, Aren't you all glad you came today for this? <laughs> Let's moving on. Where'd you guys go next? <laughs> okay. So, uh, well, the one thing I wanted to do, which I asked her the minute we got there, was I want to go see Tom Brady's house. I was just gonna say it was gonna be my first question, and I did not want to derail your presentation to the Skip Town All Stars Tampa episode. Yeah. My first question was gonna be, did you see Tom Brady? Oh. I, I was looking for him, but gosh, I, I found out he and Giselle actually live in Seaside or Surfside. It's Surfside. It's South Florida near Miami. So they moved to the other side of Florida. Wow. Um, but I did see the house that they lived in the last year they were together because they lived in Derek Jeter's house, which um, is on Davis Island. So Davis Island is an island, but you wouldn't know it because the bridges to get there are really small. Like you're going over a bridge, but you don't realize that you're going over one part. Like you're going out into the bay. Exactly. You yeah. have It doesn't feel that way. And Davis Island, it's Davis Islands within us because there's different islands within that area. So I could be on one island and then I could go four blocks and cross a bridge and be on another island. Yeah. But again, it just looks like a little waterway. It doesn't look like right. you're, you know leaving and going to an island per se. Yeah. So when we went to Davis Islands, I was expecting gated community, armed guards, like just driving up and taking a photo of a gate. No, no. It's not like that. You're like, able to drive right up? It's a neighborhood. And if you what look- What do you mean a neighborhood? Oh, like like a neighborhood neighborhood. Like our neighborhood? Like okay. Phil's neighborhood? Like okay, neighborhood. Probably not like those two neighborhoods, but <laughs> is like a neighborhood. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, you- just drive and you pull right up to Tom Brady's house. It's insanity. Like you just pull in Tom Brady's driveway. There is a, a DoorDash. There is a That's gate. Right. There is a gate in front of the house, but it's not like those opulent huge gates. It's literally like the horizontal gate that closes oh, yeah. right to left. Just like left a private right. residence, like a you single guys, gate. No, it's like, yeah, but it's just a drive. It's like you come I you guys, it's crazy. I can't even explain it. I took video of it because I had to show you. Um, it is just a regular freaking neighborhood. And people have done YouTube. Like Encino? Sounds yes. like Encino. Like any nice neighborhood. Uh, somebody did a YouTube video on it and they walked up to Tom Brady's house and they said, yeah, this is Tom Brady's house. And they did a, a pan of the neighborhood. And there was a house across the street that maybe, I mean, because of inflation, it's a couple million dollars. But honestly, it looked like a $600,000 house. It just looked like an average house so then you have oh. so you have average homes and then you have huge homes and tom brady's home wasn't enormous it was 12 million 12 million dollars it's so it's a big house but it's not tom brady that it you wasn't expect. obnoxious 
Not at all. It's like no. a six bedroom, four bath. No. It's it was wow. A, okay, that's a, interesting. I always thought like Tom Brady lived in a house like Tony Stark. He did. You know. So when he lived in Derek Jeter's house, that was a thirty million dollar home. It was 30, that's also in Tampa. Yeah, it was okay. on Davis Island as well. That's twenty five thousand or twenty thousand square feet. So that cool. was enormous. Okay. But then I guess the last year that he was there, Derek Jeter sold it, and so he and Giselle had to move, and they moved to this house. And um, it was just like weird to see it in a neighborhood. Mm. Yeah, and even Derek Jeter's house. Yeah. That was also in a neighborhood. Although it's a $30 million house, he has a couple of gates because it was opulent. I mean, a $30 million house takes over three lots. I think I've seen his house. Well, I don't know if they're using the same house, but he's in a commercial, uh, a car commercial, if I'm not mistaken. Well, I think his house. And he drives right up to his house and his little kids come out. And that girl that he married, who's no yeah. longer a girl, she's a woman now, who is the host. Brooklyn Decker. Uh, nope, not Brooklyn Decker. Brooklyn Decker was on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Yeah, that's her. That's his wife. Different girl. Do we I need to look this up? Yeah, we need to look it up. Wait, okay. what, am I, what am I looking up here? Okay, Derek The Jeter's host of Project Runway Junior. Okay. Hannah? Well, Hannah. Yeah, Hannah Jeter. Yeah. What was her maiden name? Huh. Hannah Davis. Hannah Davis, that's oh, right. Wow. Okay. Babe, come on. I was wrong. It was my show. I said. Hannah and Tim Gunn every week. Well, she's uh, pretty. Designers. Is she pretty? Yeah, yeah, she's really pretty. Yeah, she's beautiful. Um. Okay, so I don't know if that's his house in the commercial. I, I'm probably not sure. Not. I, I mean, know. just for creepy reasons alone, they're probably just. I don't think they would film they want, in yeah. front of his house. Yeah, he he doesn't want people in front of his house. Anyway, whatever that house was, it looked spectacular. So now I imagine that's the style of house. Derek okay, Dieter and lives. that was a and style of house that and, Tom and Giselle first moved into. And that into. Tom Brady got evicted from. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I could. I kept saying to Green, why would he live in this neighborhood? I, I, I kept saying that over and over again. Why would he live here? And she said, well, because the stadium is only 15 minutes away. Mm. And I'm like, oh, that makes perfect sense. And yeah. it's true. The stadium is only 15 minutes away. Okay. Uh, so I was fun doing that. I, 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 I was dying. I was literally dying. It's crazy because, you know, up until a few years ago when he moved down from New England to play for the Buccaneers, nobody would have been driving over there to look. I mean, I guess there are people that like the, okay. the Buccaneers were famous uh, what was it? 2000, 2002, something like that. They won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Really? People are yeah. driving. And I'll tell you yeah. why. Warren Sapp. They, Warren Sapp. That's right. People are driving. And I'll tell you why. They took the numbers off the house. Well, now they are for sure. I mean, he won them a Super Bowl in what? 2020? 20? But he doesn't even own the house 20... anymore. So I do find it odd that the new uh, people who are living there took the numbers down. I'm like, really? I'm like, you're going to buy, when you buy a famous person's house yeah. and you know it was a famous person that lived there, why all of a sudden are you going to act weird and take the numbers down? You know people are going to drive by. So yeah. now you're just making it difficult because we had to do four U-turns. And it's like, if they had just had the numbers up, we would only done one <laughs> drive by. But they made us do four. Yeah. So it really was counterproductive to what they were trying to do. I think, you know, eventually you're going to have like... Uh, so, Phil, you don't know this, but my oldest daughter and I did the uh, Breaking Bad tour oh. in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Santa Fe? Albuquerque. Uh, Albuquerque. Albuquerque, New Mexico. And uh, when we went up to Walter White's show house, uh -huh. uh, there was a crazy lady standing out on the front lawn screaming at everybody. Yeah. The owner of the house? Yeah, yeah, out in front of the house. And it's like, I mean, I kind of get it in that case. I'm going off on a tangent here. Sorry. Yeah, it's but, okay. Uh, People would come up. There was an episode in Breaking Bad where there, like somebody threw a pizza on top on of the, the roof, roof or whatever. Yeah. So randoms would just come up and throw pizza on their roof. Okay. So now it's like gated and everything. But the I whole like the whole lady screaming at you, calling you all kinds of curse words that 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 just raised the level of the experience. So now, know? so now that you know those houses do exist and people live in them, that raises the value of those houses because they didn't actually film in the house. No. They just I don't know. shot outside B-roll of those houses. I don't know. That's yeah. a great question. Does it raise like does all it raise TV the value? houses, like the Full House? Yeah, the does Family it raise Matters, the Breaking huh. Bad. Like I don't know the Brady House. Yeah, know. they were they didn't film in there. They just they just did outside. Yeah, shots. the outside it was just outside shots. I don't know. Not sure. I said the Brady House, the Brady Bunch House. To be clear, we're talking about Tom Brady, and then I mentioned <laughs> the Brady Bunch House. That, make, that does make sense. But yeah, yeah there's a, <laughs> I have to clean that up a little, but. Um, anyway, I don't know. How, so what's your uh, what's your projection? What's your prediction? Do you think now that he's not living there anymore, people will stop go visiting, stop visiting as much? No, I went there. 
And I did four drive-bys. It was crazy. We didn't even live there anymore. I know, but it still was his house, James. Like, you can't get on the new island. So now he's on a different island in oh. um, Surfside. You cannot get on. That is armed guards. That's that is he like he got that alimony from Gigi. <laughs> no, no. They actually, I, from my understanding, they bought that house together. It's called Indian Creek Island. It's like called So he the, lives, it's so massive. He lives on one side. She lives on the other. Yeah. I think she told that's me. It's good for the yeah, kids. I think she said, you can have that and I'll go over here because that was like, that's insane. She like gave they, him, a, she gifted him a guest house. No, that house, I think, is something like $35 million. Oh, my God. It's Billionaire Bunker is what it's called. Oh, it's, shit. Yeah, it's an Indian okay. Creek Island in an area called Surfside. They have a gate and a guard. Right? I think oh. that's where they shot the 2004 Punisher movie. Oh, really? No way, really? Yeah, John Travolta was the bad guy. But, uh, yeah, they were in Tampa, and I think that's the island that they shot it on. Oh, well, okay, if they were in Tampa, well, then they were on Davis Island. Tampa. Okay. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Though, but Tampa Indian Creek, though, is in uh, near Miami. That's okay. the Indian uh, Creek. Okay, yeah. you're right then. So that's called Surfside, I believe, and that's where they relocated. So, But Gigi bought like a 15-square-foot house, and he has 15 like— 15-square-foot? Yeah, like it's 15, crazy. Thousand? I'm so sorry. 100. <laughs> 1,500. Thousand, thousand. No, she didn't. She bought a 1,500 oh, square foot house. Yeah, oh. If you see the pictures, it's weird. So everyone's like, okay, she just bought this to get settled because she's going to buy a massive home. I mean, uh, he's got the one on Indian Creek, which is across the water from her in uh -huh. Surfside. And she just bought this little tiny beach house, like tiny, tiny. And they're like, oh, let's see what she builds. Like yeah. everybody's like, is it going to be bigger than Tom's? I'm making all these jokes because up until, I don't know what, six months ago, nine months ago, maybe a year ago, I didn't realize that Giselle was the breadwinner in the relationship. Mm -hmm. Did She's you know this, Phil? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everyone yep. did, but Denise you, Denise clued me in Everyone on it. did, but you. I know. Well, you know, you're like, I don't know. The guy's got 12 Super Bowl rings and all this and all these endorsements. Over but Brady's in, Brady's from an, an era where players didn't get paid that much True. money like players do now. And he was on the Patriots. The Patriots are like the Bulls. Like, they don't pay their players. They, they cultivate amazing players, but everyone knows they don't pay their players. Uh, it's definitely more, uh, you know, and supermodels. The whole team is, uh, yeah, she's a world, world renowned name, you know? Yes. So she's definitely got more dough than him. Yeah. I mean, she made more just walking 15 minutes on a catwalk while he's getting pummeled on a field. Never knew. While, yeah. while he's getting CTE. <laughs> he's getting what? <laughs> while he's getting CTE. Yeah. She's, yeah, wa exactly. she's walking Louis, Louis Vuitton's catwalk making like, you yeah. know, $100,000. Yeah. Um, All anyway, right. So, so that was fun. So we did okay. that. That's and she, yes. And she, um, entertained me with that because she's not a sports fan. Right. So when I first got to her house, she said to me, guess where we're going to go after lunch? I said, where? She goes, Tom Brady's. And I was like, oh my gosh, because I didn't want to ask. She I did didn't you wanna... a solid. She did. I did not want to be that stupid person. I was like, where's Tom Brady's house? But I, I was. In the it end, was like, I was. It's the equivalent for, for Green. It's the equivalent of Hollywood and Highland for us. Like, yes. We got to go down to Hollywood and Highland because we got friends in town. Uh -huh. Green was like rolling her eyes yeah, and telling her Tom Brady's house. archaeologist husband, I got to go to Tom Brady's house. I know. They're all educated <laughs> and stuff. Here we are just like drenched in pop culture. I know. I know. Green's got like a master's in art history she has a law degree and she's like i'm driving by tom brady's house yeah again <laughs> got another visitor um so anyway uh that was really fun though nice and you know exploring tampa just made me realize what a great little city it is and i say little because even though it it like to your point phil it, it takes a minute to get from one place to the other the downtown area itself mm. is really small they don't have a ton of high rises no way really you blink and you've gone through downtown there's like four hundred thousand people there i looked it up yeah but the downtown isn't like a downtown you would expect i mean milwaukee is a bigger downtown than tampa like more for real for more buildings for sure 100 wow okay yeah they have everything that a city would have they have professional sports teams. They do. They have a art museum. They have an aquarium. They have a ballet. Uh, they have uh, amazing restaurants. They have public transportation. They don't have like a subway, but they do have a streetcar that goes around the city. They also have uh, buses that take you around. I mean, again, if you live in the suburbs, like anything, it's not going to be easy to get to downtown Tampa. Right. But they have what most cities should have that, you know, 
makes them a city. Okay. So uh, concerts, all that. I mean, I concerts. see it on concert T-shirts all the time. Yes. When they're listing off all the cities, Tampa and Orlando are almost always on those. Absolutely. Yeah. So they have concerts and stuff, but have you been to probably the best strip clubs in America? Is Tampa? <laughs> have you, did you? Did you? I know she. Your friend is very cultured, so she had to tell you something. I didn't want to bring that. it up. But okay, I never in, heard that when ever. I, when I lived in Orlando in the '90s, the first thing all the young guys said was, "You got to go to Tampa for the clubs." All right, so we, 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 need play, we need to play a game, James. On three, we need to say the name of the strip club that everybody says. Do you remember the name? Oh my gosh, I don't. Oh, actually. what is it? Mons Venus. Oh, Mon Venus. That's right. <laughs> yes, that's the one. That is the one. Wait, wait. What's that face? What was that? Do that face again. <laughs> Everybody knows. What? Yeah, I've uh, never heard. Like, okay, come Champ, on. Okay, they I talk would, about it on okay. sports radio. They you talk need, about it on every. They like, talk about strip clubs on sports radio. What well, are you talking it's about? It's always like a joke, just like we're making now, where it's like, you know, the guys will be talking like, oh, the Super Bowl's being, the Super Bowl's been held at that stadium several mm -hmm. times. And uh, every time leading up to that, they're like, it's great, the food, the this, the that. And then there's always that color commentary guy on the sports radio show and the strip clubs. You know, okay. almost always like second. I, I don't know if it's the I, I don't know if it's credited as a, I think Atlanta would argue. Yes. Yeah, so Atlanta. They have a better. That they have a better KOD, strip club scene going my, my on. KOD show, is my, number one. My, my trip but. has been hijacked by a strip club. OK, what is happening here? Go ahead. What, now, Atlanta has the best strip club. Atlanta does. It's called the King of Diamonds, KOD. But Tampa, the reason. I hate that I know this information. <laughs> oh, let's hear it, Phil. But, you don't hate um, it. In, or, in Orlando area central florida you're not allowed to be nude completely nude in okay the, um, just topless well you gotta have pasties oh okay. but in tampa there ain't no rules in tampa you can nope. do anything and you, you can, can touch liquor. you can you can ride wait can, they, wait can you drink at the strip club yes. in tampa yeah. yes it's it's as if you can it's as if georgia says uh, in tampa you can do that yeah in tampa in mons venus you can do that Oh, I didn't realize in Tampa you could do that. I'm pretty it's as sure if they treat you like an adult there. Yeah. Huh. So, okay, just I'm going to digress for one second, so bear with me. What makes a strip club so great? Is it just the pretty girls? It's got to be just the pretty girls, right? Like that's that's what makes it great. So I, I think and they're okay, and they're probably naughty. I think we said. I think I said this <laughs> off air. I have a weird beef with strip clubs because oh, I'm I'm I think like you, Denise. I'm like okay. Why do I want to go spend a ton of money in a place to where I'm not going to get laid? It's true. Right. It's true. <laughs> it's I, expensive. I don't understand why guys do this, but I think it's because the women make you feel good. About and yourself. I'm, so, I'm socially course. awkward. I have a I have a weird, awkward story about going to my first. Strip Let's club. hear it. And it was it was here in Orlando. Um, and uh, one of it was a, a radio prank from the guys at the radio station. Cause we talked about it on the air and they're like, you've never been to a strip club. I'm like, no, I've never been to a strip club. It's like, we're going tonight. And I was like, okay, sure. They're for real. <laughs> I'm uh -huh. like, all right. <laughs> so we went to a strip club and uh, I'm just socially awkward. I don't know what to do. So they buy me a couple of drinks. I'm sitting there, some very nice lady and her name is Sparkle. She comes <laughs> Sparkle. up. Sparkle. <laughs> That's her she, given name. She, she remembers that. She, uh -huh. she comes She's up going to, to law school. And she asked me for a dance. I'm like, sure. I don't know what to do, so I'm just standing there like, ah! <laughs> I'm like, oh, what do I do? What do I do? So, like, they're filming this. It's somewhere on the internet. Oh, somewhere. this is oh my they're, awesome. They're filming, this, they're filming this, and it's, it's, it's just incredibly awkward. So I'm like, what now? <laughs> and so she was very nice, but, yeah, it was... Yeah. It was very. She was gentle for your first time. Yes, yeah, she was. Oh, that's she true. was gentle. Sparkle was very nice. Oh my gosh. Um, okay, because I do look at it like, I don't know. It is a lot of money, it and is. you know, you know, they're just acting like they like you. You know that, right? Of course. Yeah. But everyone's willing to pay for that. I think. Yeah, I think that's part of the. You know. Yeah, you just want to be like. You want to be like. Caressed. You can go there and you'd be like, ha ha ha, he he he, and you know, especially if you can have a drink or two while you're watching all the uh, visuals, I guess, for lack of a better word. But you've actually been to one or I two have. with me. I have because a group of people, like there was like one time where a group of people wanted to go, yeah, and we all went. And I thought, okay, that was my first time in a strip club. It like, was the, the best night. It was the best time I've. I first off, I'm sort of like like I don't. I never frequented them when I was young or anything. And when I went to them for bachelor parties, it always just felt corny because you had guys there who 
Or really into it. Just don't know how to act and they are super into it or creepy or whatever with the girls. And uh, so I would say my, (laughs) this is crazy. We're off on a tangent. (laughs) My best strip club experience was when my wife came to the strip club with me (laughs) because we had a blast that night. We did. There was, we went twice. I don't know if you remember once with our friend Kip and that was Kip, you, me, and then somebody else was, Gina, I think was with us. I can't remember. There was a couple of people with us and then one was in Vegas, but, um, but the one in LA, I'll never forget. I've told everyone the story. So we walk up to this girl and I said, do you remember this? I don't know if you remember. Um, it was just like, she looked like the girl next door. And I thought, oh. That's part of the allure. Okay. So I thought it would be kind of fun to like get you a lap dance, right? Yeah. And I remember walking up to her and um, and she, she saw me coming and she puts her hand out to shake my hand and she goes, hi, I'm Jessica. And then she goes, oh my God. I'm Mercedes. Mercedes. I'm not Jessica. I'm not Jessica. I'm Mercedes. And I <laughs> she said, gave you the real name. She felt so disarmed around uh-huh. you. And I said to her, I go, I promise you your secret is safe with me. Oh, I my said, gosh. It's I know like, it's like girl, superhero identities. I know those girls when they see like couples come in or whatever. I know they're so like, oh, I'm going to go hang with them because they're just, you know. That we're not going to do anything I don't weird. have to. Yeah, I don't have yeah. to. I don't have to deal with Groipy McGroper. I remember the one girl I paid for a lap dance for Kip. And um. And I said to her, I'll never forget, I go, he's an executive at NBC. He's had a hard week. Just be nice. Yeah. <laughs> so she well, go- Kip was always so much fun because my friend Kip, he actually, <laughs> you two would get along well because, uh, frankly, he loves you're cars. both into cars, yeah. you're both into production. Oh. You're both, yeah. and, um, and my friend Kip would just walk in when he and I would go, he would just have, you know, he'd have his stack of ones. He was a pro. And he Kip would just walk right up to the, the catwalk and just start throwing ones. And then the girls would come to him. It was so awesome. I remember the first time, that was the very first time I went, and I saw yeah. him, I'm like, oh my gosh. Like all of a sudden, everyone started swarming to him because yeah. he was just throwing ones at yeah. the, And then we would sit down. Yes. Oh my yes. God. Uh-huh. So, but um, anyway, how did I had you- a lot of good strip club memories with Kip. Remember one time- okay, I, Are you serious? <laughs> no, we're not doing this right <laughs> now. Remember, there was, there was one time I called you from San Francisco. Yes. And this girl came up and sat down next to me and Kip's mouth fell open. He looked at her. He thought it was you. She looked just like you. Only she was five foot four. <laughs> and so I said, like, oh, my gosh. triple Ds. Yeah. Okay. And she didn't know. She, she looked just she literally was a smaller, fun size copy of you. And um, <laughs> put her in your pocket. <laughs> exactly. I wanted to take a photo with her. And she wouldn't let me. You can't a strip club. You're not allowed. No. no uh-uh. And so anyway, I thought that was a funny I, that, that was a funny moment. I was like, oh, my gosh, I cannot escape this girl. <laughs> I think we need to change the name of the podcast to Strip Club All-Stars. There we go. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, let's get back to Tampa. Okay, we did not, I didn't even know Trampa. Trampa. Hey. Freudian slip. I love it. Oh, that's really funny. I did not even know Tampa was known for its strip clubs. I had no idea. Hun, there are a lot of med schools and law schools there, and the girls need something to get through school. It's expensive. Uh, yeah, I get it. Okay, they're they're going to med school and law school, yes, yeah. and they're stripping on the side. Okay, that yeah. is yeah. That's like, do they still use those stories? You think they do? Really? I, How would you I know? Think. I, oh. It's been Uh-oh. a number of years, oh, but okay. <laughs> Let's talk about the Italian food and the Sicilians. <laughs> so anyway, so um, here's the one thing I learned about Tampa real estate. Um, it has skyrocketed even in the last couple of years, which was crazy. So when we're in Ybor City, Ybor City, uh, there are cute little houses around the historic district. And they look like little, honestly, the only way I can describe them is little seaside houses. Uh-huh. And they were like, honestly, two bedroom, one bath or two bedroom, two bath. But we're talking 1,300 square feet. They're really, really small. Uh, she told me two, three years ago, easily could get them for $100,000. Now they're 400. Wow. It, it's crazy because that area has blossomed so much and it's like now considered the cool area, hip area to live in. Right. Those houses are skyrocketing. So then I look just That's for- That's quite a jump. You know what she told me two years ago, that area, Ybor City, wasn't even where it is today, two years ago. So in two years, it has made such a drastic leap in, mm-hmm. um, you know, influx of people coming, restaurants, bars. I mean- you know, just like any small town, because 
Ybor City is a neighborhood in a big town, but like small area. Just like a lot of cities we've come across in our travels, uh, Ybor City did have its uh, hard times. Yeah. People weren't buying cigars. It was just, you know, like there that's a luxury. There was nothing there. I was there. Right. I, I drove through there in the 90s. One trip to Tampa I ever made. Yes. It so, was not to Mons Venus, by the way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but in the 90s, that's when um, they started to see a little bit of resurgence of businesses. But still, it didn't yeah. take until well into the 2000s where companies were starting to put money in like big restaurants, like, you know, um, not so much a restaurant chain, but a restaurant group started putting uh, money into that area of Tampa. So you have several different restaurant groups there that, uh, that you know, uh, have beautiful places. Now they have bars and coffee shops. And so, you know, when there's artists that first right. come there, you know, it's about to take off, but it took a while. It yeah. didn't take off overnight, and and it took well into like 2020 for it to really start to see uh, the changes. And just like I said, two years ago, uh, you could buy the houses for a hundred thousand dollars, mm-hmm. hundred fifty, and now they're like close to four. So in two years alone, it's it jumped. I read somewhere that the uh, number of millennials there is really starting to outpace the number of people over 55. Yep, you see it. 100 percent. Really? 100%. Wow. Young people everywhere. We went to every restaurant we went to, young people. And I'm not talking yeah. like 20s. I'm talking we're 50. So for me, young is thir- late 30s, yeah, 30 early 40s. Yep. 30 to, everywhere. 30 to us. Yep. Everywhere. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So that's accurate. Wow. Uh, and you know, just like any city that's booming, if you go out in the suburbs, you can for sure get more property for your dollar. So for instance, a house that was six hundred thousand uh, dollars, you know, it, it, in in in. I have to take this over. I am so so sorry. So let me take that over. Just like any city, if you go out to the suburbs, you can get more for your money. Right. One hundred percent. But even the suburbs saw an increase in the last two years. So a house in the suburbs that's like thirty five hundred square feet two years ago, that went for like. 550, 600 mm-hmm. for 3,500 square feet. That's, 32, a, good that's a good house. That's a good yeah. house, right? Now $900,000. So wow. even in two years, suburb prices mm. went up as well. But mm. you could still get more for your money in the suburbs. So a house that's $400,000 near uh, Ybor City or Hyde Park, oh, that, that's probably only 1,500 square feet. Yeah. Maybe more, maybe maybe seventeen hundred. Just depends on where it is. Uh, you could get that house twenty five hundred square feet, three thousand square feet, uh, in the suburbs of Tampa. But you're going to have to go out. You know what I mean? It's just like anything. Right. But I don't like when I was with her. I just didn't want to be on my phone looking up prices for houses. So no, I you just can do all that stuff later. Yeah. So then I went back home and I was like, okay, I know what areas we were in. I want to take a look. So uh, yeah. So you really get more. L. A. Is just. It doesn't make any sense. The prices Jeez, in LA, yeah. Dollars. It's, uh, I mean, it's it has a lot to do with inventory, available inventory, and you know, frankly, what you can get for a particular, even in our area. And you know, it's funny you can get a set. We've said it before on the show, but you can get a seven. Uh, you you'll sell your house for seven figures in LA, and there'll be a homeless encampment a hundred yards away. So, oh wow, it's pretty insane. Yeah. But if we wanted to buy a house, like if we had taken our money from LA and wanted to buy a house, um. Okay, this is perfect. Like we talked about it, Green and I. A lot of people come from the big cities. Uh, she is an LA transplant. Mm-hmm. So her husband sold his house. And she did say we could have moved into a mansion, like 6,000 square feet, 7,000 square feet for the amount of money they made on their LA home. But they decided not to do that. She said it doesn't make any sense. So they bought a still a big home, a 3,000 square foot home. Mm-hmm. And they paid, like, I think I think the price was close to six, something like that. So if he, if he sold his house, I'm guessing they live in Culver City, it's an expensive area of LA, for a million dollars. They least. still had $500,000. And for her, they went from another, like that house in Culver City, my guess again is probably 1,500 square feet yeah. to 3,000 square feet in Tampa. That's double the size for half the price. I'm still seeing those numbers even yeah. today. And, um, you know, they've been there for six years now. Mm, okay. I mean, Tampa has gone up. But my point is you're 
your big city dollar. Yeah, if you're coming from somewhere else. Yeah, New York, LA, San Francisco, Miami, you're still going to get So that still holds. 100%. You don't see that in every market. You can't get that in Savannah. You can't get that in several, like Bernie, Texas, of all places. Like you never thought you was. Can't get that in Bernie. You couldn't couldn't move to the the foot of hill country in Texas for that much money. No, but you can move to Tampa and get a really nice house. Okay, that's Um, good. And you just have to be flexible on where you want to live. If you want to live in Ybor City, you're going to have a really small house, uh, mm. that neighborhood. If you're going to live in Hyde Park, your house is going to be small. I looked up some of the best areas. Can I rattle them off real quick? Sure. Uh, popular neighborhoods for home buyers include South Tampa, mm-hmm. New Tampa. Where this I don't know what that is. Yeah, it's like New Haven, New Guilford, New uh-huh. whatever. Uh, West, Chase, West Chase and Carrollwood. Those are all areas we did not visit, so I don't okay. know where the well, heck those are. I think those are the ones with like the most coveted like uh, public schools. You and I don't care about oh, that stuff anymore, yeah. but it does help your property value. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know there are a lot of top-rated schools. I guess it can be found in South Tampa. The so. only thing was that I noticed that wasn't appealing to me, but. They were beautiful. A lot of gated communities, lots of gated communities in the suburbs that we were going through. Mm. Um, you know, I just I'm not a big gated. Meh. Yeah, I'm Meh. not a big gated community fan. I I get the reason for it. Uh, they just want to keep things quiet. They don't want cars driving through. I get the whole purpose of it, but there's just a not. safety component. But don't you think there's also like some exclusivity exclusivity factor that they want to pump up? 100%. You know, just so they can you know charge you another. 50k or whatever for the same house that you get anywhere else maybe isn't that I what think, hoas are for yeah totally yes you're right um yeah i i don't know i'm I, again i just thought like oh why do they have to have so many gated communities yeah, I'm not here a fan. uh i loved it i was surprisingly shocked at how cultured it was that again goes back to that idea i have in my head when we roll up into a city what i think it's going to be and i'm usually wrong. Uh, <laughs> that is a hard pill to swallow. Sometimes I've been right. Tampa, I was full on wrong. And uh, from- it's pretty balanced. Uh, I looked up the demographics, about 45 percent white, 23 percent Hispanic, 20. I'm sorry, 23 percent African-American mm-hmm. and 21 percent uh, non-white Hispanic. And then uh, like five or six percent Asian and the rest are two races or more. So bicultural. Um, I would say that's accurate. Like yeah. even just walking around you. Yeah, I would say that's sounds like a good accurate. mix. It's a really good mix. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And fun fact. Guess who's from Tampa? Who? Bert Kreischer. Bert Kreischer is from Tampa. That's right. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. Uh-huh. I wonder what part he lived in. I'll have to ask. I'll, yeah. I'll have to send Leanna a yeah, message The person who her. sparked Skip Town All-Stars from yeah. the get-go. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, he's from Tampa. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's cool. Denise, um, how many how many professional sports teams are in Tampa? Quickly, rapid fire. Go, 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 All go. I know is one. Okay. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's it. Okay. How Three, many are there? Four. Do they have a – they don't have an MLS team, do they? I don't count that. they have they have the buccaneers yeah nfl they have the tampa bay this is this is actually we should talk about this because uh they have the uh rays the mlb uh, major league baseball team they have a they have a baseball team they do and they have an nhl team they have the tampa bay lightning hold on wait the baseball team what league are they in national or american they're, they actually won a World Series, like, what, two years ago? What are you saying right now? Yeah. No, the Rays never won. They never won? No, they've gone two. Oh, they've gone Wait, two. Wait, are they National League or American? They're American League. They're American How League. How come I've never heard of this baseball team? Because they're oh, in St. Petersburg. They're technically oh, okay. in St. Petersburg. Okay, they're over, yeah. they're over the bridge. And... Uh, I, I guess if you go to their, I haven't been to one of their games, but from what I've heard on sports radio and other venues, is trash. There, there, there's always a seat available at a well, Rays game. The stadium is trash. That's why. Is Wait, that what right? does that mean? They're tr- it's trash. I mean, it's like it's, an old stadium. Yeah, they're trying to relocate. Oh, yeah, okay. it's trash. Yeah, so they've been around for a long time. Um, I what, can't 20, believe I've never 20 heard years, of them. something what? like that. I thought you were going to say t- like five. No, when I flew out here, five. Uh, one time they flew me out here to do an uh, one of those dog shows, the the internet AKC or whatever, you know, the shows that they televise where the, the dogs go and do tricks and all that stuff. <laughs> and they sit there. And the they, Westminster yes, yes, dog yes, show. Yes. Similar, similar. <laughs> the, whatever the American yeah. version of that is, they flew me to Tampa and the Rays were there then. I mean, I think that oh. was the mid aughts. Huh. So I yeah. had no idea. I I only knew that they had more than one team about 30 minutes ago when you said teams with an S. And I was like, 
oh, there's more than just the Tampa Bay, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. yeah. We've talked about some people living there, but you know who my favorite person is that is living in Tampa? Who? Eddie DeBartolo Jr. Oh, he owns the 49ers. His dad did, yeah. His, yeah. I think his sister runs it now or whatever. But uh, yeah, a Youngstown favorite. The DeBartolo family is from Youngstown, Ohio. So and They live in Tampa, huh? Yeah. Okay. Oh, Eddie Jr. does. Here's an interesting thing. When we were out to lunch, the Tampa Bay Buccaneer organization was having lunch right at the table next to us. They were? It was huge. It was like a big table, and there was probably eight of them. And they had like their Tampa Bay, like you knew, you knew they were execs because they were all like prim and proper, and they had the little zip up with the Tampa Bay thing here. And I'm like, oh, I wonder who they're signing. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Have you have you did your friend tell you about Gasparilla? No. Ooh. All right. Well, I'm about to educate you. Oh, for a little tell bit me. All right. So Gasparilla, like the Jose Gaspar, the pirate that was a, one of the ones who founded Tampa, right? Yeah. Um, it's a huge festival. I think in May, mid January. Oh, yes. Where it's she like did Mardi Gras, me. but it's pirate themes. No way. Yeah, and it's. But don't they dope. have an art festival too, and all of that? Yeah, they have everything. The whole really, the whole month of January in Tampa is. Gasparilla, but it's literally like Mardi Gras in Tampa, but it's super, super cool. We have to go. She actually had artwork in her house that she got at the festival, and she kept saying to me, oh, it's the it's the Gaspar. That's what it was, art festival, but it's the Gaspar, whatever it is. Gasparilla, yeah, that's okay. what they call it. It's yeah. like there's been this- Oh, um, we got to go. I know. Look at your eyes light up. Oh, my gosh. There's been this ignition oh, within Denise ever since we went to the Renaissance Fair in Colorado. Nice. She's, just, <laughs> she's all about like nerd and dork culture now. It's funny. <laughs> Are you going to dress up? I'm going to dress up. I will not dress up as a pirate, no. But I will love to see the pirates, and I will go. I will definitely go. Yeah. Well, have you ever been, Phil? I went one year before I met my family. <laughs> 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 well, yeah, it was fun. Was it? Did you dress up as a pirate? No. I had, well, I had a big a fake afro, but... Did you? I, I dressed like a pirate, but how do I dress like a pirate? It's weird. You wear, like, disheveled stuff, and yeah. I don't know. I just yeah. didn't, but... Was yeah. the food good? I don't remember the food. I was pretty drunk. Oh, all right. So the so, so the alcohol was good. Yep. Uh, I got a few fun facts that okay. I'm going to rattle off. 2022 Tampa was ranked the 42nd safest metro area out of 374 analyzed in the United States. Okay. Uh, we already talked about the safest neighborhoods. There are over 1,200 homeless individuals living in Tampa as of January 2022, a decrease in homelessness uh, by 12 percent. I didn't see anyone. I didn't see anyone yeah. homeless at all. No uh, tents, nothing. That's, that makes sense. Wow. Yeah. yeah, they're doing something with their homeless population, and they're taking care of them. Yeah, it says here a lot of efforts have been made in recent years to address the issue through funding and initiatives for affordable housing. Oh, that's awesome. Development and support services. Uh, popular areas for dining and nightlife include the neighborhoods of Soho and Seminole Heights. Oh, we did not. Yeah, we did not go to Seminole Heights or Soho. Okay, allegedly uh, trendy restaurants and boutique shops and all that stuff that you and the girls love. Um, downtown Tampa, Channelside, and Ebor City also offer a variety of bars, restaurants, cultural attractions. Tampa International Airport, little travel tip, uh, has its own short-term pet motel. Oh, for traveling pets called Paradise for Paws. Okay, I have read about that, but not I didn't I don't know if it was specifically Tampa, but I did read that this is now becoming more popular like you're going <clears> to <throat> see pet hotels uh short term pop up in airports cuz it makes sense. It's brilliant. Yeah. Um I think it's a good thing if you're traveling with your pet it's and you want to go out and hang out in Tampa for a while. No, have it's to just leave them in a hotel room by themselves. Or if you're going on a trip, like let's say you're going for a week to I don't know, Washington state. Take the dog with you to the airport, drop the dog off, get on your flight, come home, pick the dog up and go home. It's brilliant. Definitely. Oh, it's, it's such a smart idea. Yeah. Uh, Industry-wise, McDill Air Force Base and the state of Florida are among the two highest employers there. Oh, so, yes. Um, but there's been an influx lately. Uh, something like, I don't know, Tampa is actually rated number one for tech in Florida, in the state of Florida. Oh, I didn't so know that. So tech, uh, you know, all those sort of cybersecurity companies, software firms, all that. So it is the tech hub in Florida, I guess. Um, we Question talk for James, though. What's that? Question for you. Yeah. All right. Um, you're in television, so mm -hmm. you know the markets. What number is Tampa? Ooh, what number is Tampa? Orlando is 19. So Orlando is 19. What is Tampa? Uh, Tampa would be, I think, 28. I thought you knew. I'm, I don't know the answer. Oh, <laughs> I'm oh. going to Google it. Oh, I don't you know. Google it. You can yeah. Google it. All right. I got the answer. 
Yeah. What All right. So it? you said 28. Yeah, I did. All right. What do you What do you think? Oh, how many markets are there total? Do you know? Ooh, a couple hundred. There's okay. a lot. Yeah. Oh, I would say Tampa's like, I don't know, 75. 11. <gasps> it's the 11th market. 11th it's market. Bigger it's bigger than, than I knew that when I was in radio. Wow. Because what happens is. See, it's under it's underrated. Yeah. I have to be honest with it you. Really so, is. so how it works here, you know, with, with, I'm, t- I'm going off of radio here. Yeah. So you start in a smaller city, not even Orlando. Then you work your way up to Orlando. But, you know, they all buy them now. But anyway, you work, so you're in Atlanta for a little bit, and then Tampa picks you up, and then your salary goes. Skyrocket. Then you go to Atlanta. <laughs> oh, Got wow. Got it. Yeah. So that's the path. One question I was going to ask you about yeah. Tampa before we head out. Could you live there? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But I wouldn't buy a second house in the same state. So we have a house already in Florida. Um so that's why I would negate buying a house there. If I'd never had a house in Florida, I would buy a house there. But just for the city alone, 100%. the experience, all that other yes, stuff, you 100- could live there. Because it's not too big, but it's not too small. It truly is right in the middle, and it has culture. There's so much to do, the diversity of people, the food, all the things that you and I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, the schools are good from what I researched. Also, again, I don't take that into account a lot because that's not our our thing anymore. Yeah. But uh, I think my kids would love it. The airport's right there. The answer is yes. It is affordable enough to live, decent-sized home, and has everything at your fingertips that you could want out of a city. But you also could move to the suburbs and have a beautiful life out there and just go and see a concert like once every couple months and drive into the city. The answer is yes. I would completely and totally have moved there. Nice. We're going to have to check it out together. Yeah. It'll be fun. I loved it. I really did. It was just, I guess I loved it because I was pleasantly surprised. Okay. Yeah, that's true. You weren't expecting to love it, right? Not at all. You just thought it was going to be more of an extension of Central Florida. I and did. And then you got there. Yeah, it's true. Nice. Okay. Well, if you don't have anything else, I guess we should wrap this one up. Yeah, sounds good. All right, take them out. Empty nest, full tank. Check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys.